chapter eight of from ritual to romance this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. from ritual to romance by jesse laidley weston chapter eight the medicine man in previous chapters i have referred to the part played by the doctor in a large number of the surviving fertility ceremonies and to the fact noted by other writers that even where an active share is no longer assigned to the character he still appears among the dramatis personae of these folk plays and processions we will now examine more closely the role allotted to this mysterious personage we shall find it to be of extreme antiquity and remarkable significance in the interesting and important work by professor von schroeder to which i have already often referred we find the translation of a curious poem rigveda ten ninety seven a monologue placed in the mouth of a doctor or medicine man who vaunts the virtue of his herbs and their power to cure human ills from the references made to a special sick man von schroeder infers that this poem like others in the collection was intended to be acted as well as recited and that the personage to be healed evidently present on the scene was probably represented by a dummy as no speeches are allotted to the character the entire poem consists of twenty-three verses of four lines each and is divided by the translator into three distinct sections the first is devoted to the praise of herbs in general their power to cure the sick man before them and at the same time to bring riches to the healer the opening verses run die crowder alt et sprossen einst dry alter von den gottern nacht die braunen will ich preisen jets hundert und sieben arten sins ja hundert arten mürlein und tausend zweige habt ihr auch er die er hundert quafte habt macht diesen menschen mir gesund ihr krauter hort ihr mutterchen ihr gottlichen das sag ich juck was rind und kleind gewann ich gern und auch dein leben lieber mann für war er bringt mir minder ein wenn er ein rettet diesen mann he then praises the power of all herbs vom himmel kam der grauter schar geflogen und da sprechen sie wenn wir nach lebend treffen an der mann soll frei von schaden sein finally the speaker singles out one herb as superior to all others die krauter will in somers reich die hunderfach verstandigen von denen bist das best du erfuhlst den wunst und heilst das hurts he conjures all other herbs to lend their virtue to this special remedy er krauter all in somers reich ver breitet auf der erde hin er von brihaspati er sucht gebt diesem kraut ur kraft nicht nem schaden der uch grabt nach der fuhr welken ich uch grab bei 
und so als mensch und wir gesund und ohne schaden sein er die er hor dies mein wort er die er in der ferne seid er pflanzen all bereinet uch gibt dies im kraute ihre kraft and the herbs taking counsel together with some of their king answer fuhr wenn uns ein brahmana braucht den könig wollen retten wir a line which throws a light upon the personality of the speaker he is obviously a brahmin and the medicine man here as elsewhere unites the functions of priest and healer professor von schroeder suggests that this dramatic monologue formed part of the ceremonies of a soma feast that it is the soma plant from which the heavenly drink is brewed which is to be understood as the first of all herbs and the curer of all ills and the reference to soma as king of the herbs seems to bear out this suggestion in a previous chapter i have referred to a curious little poem also found in the rigveda and translated by von schroeder under the title a folk procession at a soma feast the dramatis personae of the poem offering as i pointed out a most striking and significant parallel to certain surviving fertility processions notably that of varda gertsen in hanover in this little song which von schroeder places in the mouth of the leader of the band of maskers the doctor is twice referred to in the opening lines we have the brahmin the doctor the carpenter the smith given as men plying different trades and each and all in search of gain in the final verse the speaker announces i am a poet or singer my father doctor thus of the various trades and personages enumerated the doctor alone appears twice over an indication of the importance attached to this character unfortunately in view of the fragmentary condition of the survivals of early aryan literature and the lack of explanatory material at our disposal it is impossible to decide what was the precise role assigned to the medicine man judging from the general character of the surviving dramatic fragments and the close parallel which exists between these fragments and the mediaeval and modern fertility ceremonies it seems extremely probable that his original role was identical with that assigned to his modern counterpart that is that of restoring to life or health the slain or suffering representative of the vegetation spirit this presumption gains additional support from the fact that it is in this character that the doctor appears in greek classical drama von schroeder refers to the fact that the doctor was a stock figure in the greek mimus and in mr cornford's interesting volume entitled the origin of attic comedy the author reckons the doctor among the stock masks of the early greek theatre and assigns to this character the precise role which later survivals have led us to attribute to him the significance of mr cornford's work lies in the fact that while he accepts sir gilbert murray's deeply interesting and suggestive theory that the origins of greek tragedy are to be sought in the agon of the fertility spirit his pathos and theophany he contends that a similar origin may be postulated for attic comedy that the stock masks characters agree with a theory of derivation of such comedy from a ritual performance celebrating the renewal of the seasons they were at first serious and even awful figures in a religious mystery the god who every year is born and dies 
and rises again his mother and his bride the antagonist who kills him the medicine man who restores him to life i would submit that the presence of such a character in the original ritual drama of revival which on my theory underlies the romantic form of the grail legend may in view of the above evidence and of that brought forward in the previous chapters be accepted as at least a probable hypothesis but it may be objected granting that the doctor in these fertility processions and dramas represents a genuine survival of a feature of immemorial antiquity a survival to be traced alike in aryan remains in greek literature and in mediaeval ceremony what is the precise bearing upon the special subject of our investigations there is no doctor in the grail legend although there is certainly abundant scope for his activities there may be no doctor in the grail legend to-day but was there never such a character how if this be the key to explain the curious and persistent attribution of healing skill to so apparently unsuitable a personage as sir gawain i would draw the attention of my readers to a passage in the percival of chretien de troyes where gawain finding a wounded knight by the roadside proceeds to treat him et monsieur gauvin savoie plus que nous hommes de garrir play une herbe voix en une trop bonne pour douleur toler de play et il la va quillir other manuscripts are rather fuller et monsieur gouvin savoie plus que nous en vivant de play une herbe voix les une et qu'il connoissoit longtemps à voix que son maître a pris lui à voix enseigné et bien moustré et il la voit bien escardé si la mort bien reconnue we find reference to gawain's possession of medical knowledge elsewhere in the poem entitled lancelot et le cerf au pied blanc gawain finding his friend desperately wounded carries him to a physician whom he instructs as to the proper treatment on de valavine weiste den satera mer un constier derto help del seer in the parallel adventure related in morian gawain heals lancelot without the aid of any physician dovas valavine harda blighter on de bant hem seine wanden ten tide met selken crude de der docten dat sie nicht blotten machten they ride to an anchorite cell sie waren do in der gedachten machten sie der kommen dir stand daten balavein soda machen gesandt the dutch lancelot has numerous references to gawain's skill in healing of course the advocates of the originality of chretien de troyes will object that these references though found in poems which have no connection with chretien and which are translations from lost french originals of an undetermined date are one and all loans from the more famous poem this however can hardly be contended of the welsh triads there we find valkmai the welsh gawain cited as one of the three men to whom the nature of every object was known an accomplishment exceedingly necessary for a medicine man but not at first sight especially needful for the equipment of a knight this persistent attribution of healing skill is not so far as my acquaintance with mediaeval romance goes paralleled in the case of any other knight even tristan 
who is probably the most accomplished of heroes of romance the most thoroughly trained in all branches of knightly education is not credited with any such knowledge no other knight save gawain has the reputation of a healer yet gawain the maiden's knight the fair father of nurture is at first sight hardly the personage one might expect to possess such skill why he should be so persistently connected with healing was for long a problem to me recently however i have begun to suspect that we have in this apparently motiveless attribution the survival of an early stage of tradition in which not only did gawain cure the grail king but he did so not by means of a question or by the welding of a broken sword but by more obvious and natural means the administration of a healing herb gawain's character of healer belongs to him in his role of grail winner some years ago in the course of my reading i came across a passage in which certain knights of arthur's court riding through a forest come upon an herb which belonged to the grail unfortunately the reference at the time i met with it though it struck me as curious did not possess any special significance and either i omitted to make a note of it or entered it in a book which with sundry others went mysteriously astray in the process of moving furniture in any case though i have searched diligently i have failed to recover the passage but i note it here in the hope that one of my reader may be more fortunate it is perhaps not without significance that a mention of peradur percival in welsh poetry may also possibly contain a reference to his healing office i refer to the well-known song of the graves in the black book of carmarthen where the grave of moore son of peradur pendetic is referred to according to dr g evans the word pendetic or perfidig as it may also be read means chief healer peradur it is needless to say is the welsh equivalent of percival gawain's successor and supplanter in the role of grail hero i have no desire to press the point unduly but it is certainly significant that entirely apart from any such theory of the evolution of the grail legend as that advanced in these pages a welsh scholar should have suggested a rendering of the title of the grail hero which is in complete harmony with that theory a rendering also which places him side by side with his compatriot Gavalchmai, even as the completely evolved grail story connects him with gawain in any case there is food for reflection in the fact that the possibility of such an origin once admitted the most apparently incongruous and inharmonious elements of the story show themselves capable of a natural and unforced explanation in face of the evidence above set forth it seems impossible to deny that the doctor or medicine man did from the very earliest stages play an important part in dramatic fertility ritual that he still survives in the modern folk play the rude representative of the early ritual form and it is at least possible that the attribution of healing skill to so romantic and chivalrous a character as sir gawain may depend upon the fact that at an early and pre-literary stage of his story he played the role traditionally assigned to the doctor that of restoring to life and health the dead or wounded representative of the spirit of vegetation if i am right in my reading of this complicated problem the mise en scene of the grail story was originally a loan from a ritual actually performed and familiar to those who first told the tale this ritual in its earlier stages comparatively simple and objective in form under the process of an insistence upon the inner and spiritual significance took upon itself a more complex and esoteric character the rite became a mystery and with this change the role of the principal actors became of heightened significance 
that of the healer could no longer be adequately fulfilled by the administration of a medicinal remedy the relation of body and soul became of cardinal importance for the drama the medicine man gave place to the redeemer and his task involved more than the administration of the original herbal remedy in fact in the final development of the story the pathos is shared alike by the representative of the vegetation spirit and the healer whose task involves a period of stern testing and probation if we wish to understand clearly the evolution of the grail story we must realize that the simple fertility drama from which it sprung has undergone a gradual and mysterious change which has invested it with elements at once rich and strange and that though folklore may be the key to unlock the outer portal of the grail castle it will not suffice to give us the entrance to its deeper secrets appendix to chapter eight while having no connection with the main subject of our study the grail legend i should like to draw the attention of students of mediaeval literature to the curious parallel between the rig veda poem of the medicine man or crowder lead as it is also called the rustaburfs dista lerbery both are monologues both presuppose the presence of an audience in each case the speaker is one who vaunts his skill in the use of herbs in each case he has in view the ultimate gain to himself here are the opening lines of the mediaeval poem signor qui se est venu petit et grand jean et genou il vaut et trop bien avenu sachiez de voir je ne vaux vieille pas de se voir bien le poreux apercevoir un que mon voise assiez-vous ne faites noise si escote s'il ne vaut pas je suis un mire he has been long with the lord of care where he won much gold in puis calabre lucerne et reprise qui de grands vertus tous sont emprise sous quelque mal qu'elle soit mise le mot s'enfuit there is no reference in the poem to a cure about to be performed in the presence of the audience which does not however exclude the possibility of such cure being effected it would be interesting to know under what circumstances such a poem was recited whether it formed part of a popular representation the audience in view is of a mixed character young and old great and small and one has a vision of the quack doctor at some village fair on the platform before his booth declaiming the virtues of his nostrums before an audience representative of all ranks and ages it is a far cry from such a mediaeval scene to the prehistoric days of the rig veda but the mise en scene is the same the popular seasonal feast the doctor with his healing herbs which he vaunts in skilful rhyme the heroes drawn from all ranks some credulous some amused there seems very little doubt that both poems are specimens and very good specimens of a genre the popularity and vitality of which are commensurate with the antiquity of its origin End of chapter eight